I love you. Oh my goodness, I am so happy we're all back here on the couch for this one today. I didn't flip the pages again, <laughs> all the time in between episodes. Uh, that's a, a little bit of a preview for Hold Bangers on. and Hash, our September episode of Bangers and Hash, right. which we recorded earlier today. Uh, Granny cannot be prepared today, it's not allowed. It's not allowed. And if you're sitting there being like, bangers and hash, what's bangers and hash? Well, you can check it out at Green and Faceless. That's not it. At patreon.com slash green and faceless. Hell fucking yes. Because that's what we are. We're green and faceless. I am the green traveler from Gorsh. And I am the faceless Leon. And like he says, green faceless on the couch. Podcast about movies and TV. And it's freaking October, friends. And we're back. We're We're back, back, baby. Into the big franchise our very, horror playlist. I think it was our very first playlist episode that we ever did. We didn't know that we don't, we weren't calling we a playlist. It wasn't then. a playlist yet. It was, right. yeah, it was our very. We were young boys, just young boys, just two young years boys, ago. Two years ago, doing the shits, surviving the covids. Yeah, it Jesus. was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we're pitting up the three big Halloween franchises, the 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 ones we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Friday thirteenth. Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, and... Uh, it's the sixth part of this playlist, It is. Everyone. Yeah, it's really exciting. We've done so many. We've gone through so many. I have the stats here, right here. Okay. We have, uh, of the five episodes of this playlist we've ever done, Nightmare on Elm Street has won four times. Fuck yes. Where we both agreed on that. Yeah. Or we both agreed on it. There okay. was only one other time where we disagreed. The other episode, we disagreed. I said Halloween 1. I believe it was Halloween um, and I says, 4. Oh, uh, it was the fourth part? I think. It was either Halloween 4 or Halloween 5. No, I think, I think it was Halloween 4. It was Halloween 4. It had to be 4 because I've been re-listening myself. Yeah. And you said you liked Friday the 13th five, uh, 4 better. I did, yeah. I think. Uh, but I can't remember. I think that was the one with I haven't gotten to Crispin the part Glover. of the review. It was. I haven't gotten part to, in my listening where we talked about Halloween yet. It's in fair. that episode. I just finished the uh, Friday the 13th part of that episode nice. as I pulled into your part. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully it's good. <clears throat> I don't know. The reviews? Yeah. The first one. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah, we were pretty young then. We were still fresh, still getting to know it. Yeah. But it, it, here we are, number six. We're talking first up because it happened way back in 1986. Wow. Friday the 13th, part six, Jason Lives has the dumbest opening ever. I love it so oh, fucking much. Tommy yes. of the last one. I think Ta- it's Tommy. He's, he's of the last two, excuse yeah. me. But I don't think he's played by the same actor. No, anyway. I don't think so. He's Corey Feldman in the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's right, he is. Yeah. In this one, he's in Tom the th- Matthews. The floor, that and that's Tom with the silent H. So, Thom. It's Thom Matthews. Thom Matthews. I thought it was Thom, but are you sure it's Tom? I think it's still pronounced Tom, yeah. Okay, Thomas. Thomas. But Tom's. yeah, he, uh, he takes his friend... Out to the graveyard mm-hmm. where Jason's body is. Strange friend. Strange friend. Because the job's not done. 
No. Tommy's like, I gotta, I gotta see this body he, destroyed. The reason why he thinks it's not done is because he's still having hallucinations. That's right. As he has in, in, as we established in part five. That's right. He's going crazy, man. And this one has a lot of meta humor. And I love yes, it. Yes, it one does. Went, this one went crazy, and you get it immediately from the beginning because it feels like a uh, like an old uh, like a B horror film from yeah. like the fifties. Like there's a lot of like shout outs to that, and I really enjoy it. And it's goofy as fuck because it's it like it's really goofy. He, he <laughs> but I think it works for this movie. It really does. I really enjoy it. I, I really have a lot of fun with number six, and yeah. it's, a, it's a lot of people's fan. Fa- it's a it's apparently a fan favorite. Um, I specifically love the beginning. Sorry, I just touched okay. you. I feel so. We're in the exposed. same room. We're in the same room, people. It's exciting. <laughs> He's wearing shorts. He's got his legs free. I can see his calves. Oh shit! I know. I, you all wish we had video cam. You know what? I am pretty cool with my calves. So you pretty know, good calves. Thanks. Yeah. You flex those shits. <laughs> no, this one's got a lot of meta humor, a lot of goth core. Yeah, I love it, and especially the beginning, especially the ending. I love, those are the things that those are the parts I love the most. The middle, I don't remember too much. <laughs> but the beginning, he's in. They're in the graveyard. They they dig up Jason's body. He's yep. rotting. There's worms all like maggots all over him. It's gross. And they're, the, him and his friend are just like, oh, he smells so bad. It's so bad. And, and so for whatever Why reason, do this? you know, Tommy gets like overwhelmed with the need to just stab this fucker and a storm's coming on there's lightning it's raining and he stabs this motherfucker with a metal like spear like it's a it's part of a the fence yeah that's right he just rocks up to the fence and pulls it off he is as strong as jason he really is man in this one scene this one scene (laughs) (laughs) he's got the plot armor of that (laughs) and he stabs jason and Jason gets struck by lightning. Yes, and is revitalized. Yep, he is back after I think they said like fifteen years or something dun, dun, like that. He's back, bitches. <sighs> He's all maggoty. And Tommy gets away somehow. Tom like runs, yes. runs the fuck away. His friend's not so lucky. No, his friend gets to have a have a nice little nap in the coffin itself. Yep, a very fun scene. I love it. And and that's like that's most of the movie is like after that Jason's like all right there's camp kids around somewhere yeah like and he immediately he goes, goes back yeah he goes back <laughs> he's to a Crystal one Lake track camp. line man yeah and um it but they changed the name of the lake in the town what that's is right. it called now that's right yeah it's, it's that, no longer Camp it's Crystal really Lake. funny because there's this this is a trend in all three of these particular camp Forest movies. Green. Camp Forest Green. I believe they named renamed the town too, because uh, I think the town might be Forest Green as well now. Maybe, but yeah, they changed it because they do not want to remember these constant, relentless attacks by Jason Voorhees. I know he is dead. He's the forests, per- the, the the forest, the uh, sheriff of the town is particularly over it. Yeah. Uh, and gets really pissed off when Tommy shows up. He's like, I, I resurrect Jason! Yeah, he's like, oh no, guys. <laughs> he's alive and well. It's all my fault. And and he's also dating the sheriff's daughter. That's a big no-no. But I don't think Not that... At the beginning. He, yeah, like they are. She just has an She's infatuation him. with him. She's got to marry him. Yes, but it's... it. They, she just met him that day. And for everything that she knows... Who is this actor? I just want to I want to say it's another actor who reminds me of my sister, Jennifer Cook. 
Uh, she plays Megan Garris, who uh, her dad, the sheriff, Mike, is, uh, <laughs> Mike Garris, is played by David Kagan. And <clears throat> she, he tells her, this guy is spouting off some crazy stuff, and that's that's all she knows about this guy. Right? Yeah, he's a nuts. Yeah, is that and he and for legitimately he's in the last movie, Tommy was in a medical <laughs> facility. It's exciting. Yeah, yeah, he's a bad boy. It's exciting. Cute boy behind my daddy's bars. Hell yeah! Uh, and so she eventually starts helping him out. But I, they're not dating. You can't call it a date. You can't say that they're dating when the uh, the movie it t- happens in one night and they just met each other. They kissed. They're going steady, bro. So they're going horror steady. Horror be in the steady. next one because we know Tommy will be. No, he won't. I think this is his last one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the end of the Tommy trilogy. This Tommy's done. We're done with Tommy. Well, six good. is all he gets. Three is all he gets, really. But yeah. <laughs> six was the end. <laughs> He's had his time in the sun, but I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot of fun when they, uh, as you said, forest green, new camp, new kids, and there are kids in this there's one. There's actual children. That's yeah. one of the fun, fun, funnier parts is you get you actually have kids to protect, uh-huh. and somehow like I don't think any of them. Die. I don't think any of them die. Yeah. yeah, we'll say that up front. But yeah, they did they do a better job is. at hiding the fucking counselors. The counselors are like getting freaky. There's not. I don't even think there's like a grotesque sex scene in this one either. Like oh yeah, there is. Is there? Oh yeah, know. there is. Um, so the camper scene. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they're in the camp. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she is just riding this dude hard, <laughs> and his name is um, so hard that the fuck. What's his the name? plug? Came. Court. Uh, uh, Court is the character's name, played by Ty- Tommy Friedley, and he meets this this girl. I don't know what that character's nope. name is, but they're in her stepdad's um, RV. And they're just going at it, playing the music as loud as they yeah. can. And um, and, like, and yes. she's like, and, and she's like, we gotta do it throughout this song. And he's like, okay, how much longer? She says, <laughs> she right. says ten more minutes. And he's like, <laughs> what? Ten minutes at least? <laughs> Fuck. The best part though is Jason comes up, unplugs the van, which is hilarious. Yeah, he rips the cord, rips the cord out of yeah. it. They fuck so hard the cord fell out. Is what they think. That's what they think. Yeah, but it's it's hilarious because then she gets mad at him because once the music stopped playing, he just <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> what the song ended? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> it is uh, pretty. I fucking forgot funny. about that scene. Uh, though, but like yeah, normally, like, normally there's like and they do die in that scene. I will they say they do. That. Yeah, but like because uh, of course it's a horror film when you have sexy die. That's right. Um, but normally, like in uh, Friday the 13th, that would happen at the camp. They would have snuck away from the mm-hmm. other counselors and died. And this one... Though Court is a counselor. That is to, true. To clear that up. But yeah, it's just like, I always forget that, that that scene happened because when they're at the camp, it's literally just kids there. There's no fooling around. I mean, they still do fool around, but it's more it's more yeah. fun. And the kids aren't bad actors either. They're all having a good time. It seems like everybody was enjoying themselves on a horror set for the day. Right. I wish I could remember the actual um, counselor names because I, I what it was. There's another main counselor who is trying to protect the kids before Megan. Uh, yeah, it might be Sissy. I'm not sure. They don't I'm have the pictures. Sure. 
but uh, she was hanging out with her best friend, and um, I just wish I could give her a shout out. Uh, she's like the only black character in the show. That's true, yeah. Um, but I wish I remembered her name because I really thought that she showed a lot of potential. And I was really actually upset when Jason killed her. <laughs> he refrains from harming the children, though. He it does. It's either Sissy or Paula, so it's either Carrie Noonan or Renee Jones. Yeah. I Renee Jones. Yeah, that's that's Friday the 13th. The kills are gory. I guess we can't wrap up that early on. Well, I think we? we can. Yeah, that's fine. We Maybe sure a quick, can. quick episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, but I feel like we did basically talk the plot because... It's it's really a pretty fast paced movie. It's a fun uh, car chase scene. There is a fun car chase scene. That's true. <laughs> What's it doing uh, in a horror movie? I don't know, but I, I enjoyed know. it. But uh, oh yeah, and it's also like Megan who's driving crazy, like avoiding her. She just wanted to break bad. That's yeah, she all. Wanted to break bad, man. Yeah, that There's is a bad boy a, right there behind Daddy's bars. Yeah, and then it turned out that he was actually the good guy, and yeah. she had to actually help him save some kids. And they're going steady. Uh, but the, I really like the lake scene at the end. Yeah, that part's fucking good. Yeah, there's a lot of good. I really enjoy that whole third act where. Jason's just going to fucking town. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, there were some things that made me laugh too. Yeah, it, it really had fun with itself. This yeah. one is this one is really just fun. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a nice. I get why it's a fan favorite because it's one of my favorites. I actually like this. Like I hate the first one. So like this probably <laughs> if if by the end of this, if we're to look back on all of them, I think six probably is my favorite of the the Friday the Thirteenth franchise. Well, four was the one I remember pretty the good. Most. Four, four was pretty good yeah. with uh, Corey playing Tommy. Yeah, uh, but uh, this is and I Crispin think Glover. and Crispin Clover. It's just classic. <laughs> but I think as an actual movie, this one's a little bit better. Yeah, I mean it's it's just more fun. I mean the kills are bloody too. Like there's some yeah. really really good kills, really good. There's no like you know bison over the head no. feeling the invisible <laughs> creature or anything. But. <laughs> no, but still very fun for the eighties. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. I gave it two and a half stars. Like it's it's good b horror schlock yeah. like they, they really yeah. they knew what they were by this point and they were just having fucking fun with it and and there's they, a lot of toms and they too. did it well with that like yeah. they didn't try to like what was weird about four is that even though we love crispin glover in it his storyline had nothing to do with the plot no he's just a disturbing he's creep. just there <laughs> but this one had no b story that didn't make any sense well, there was a Some. brief, there was a brief thing where these executives were playing paintball in the woods. But I was, but it was very clear that they were just there to get killed. <laughs> yeah. They weren't, they weren't there long enough for us to feel like, oh, these people are going to be important to the plot. And four, that group of teenagers were in the entire movie, and yeah. they didn't do anything. Yeah, they were just, they were just fodder. Yeah. And, sure. and that's all these people are, too. They're just fodder. Yeah, but, but it was clearer that that's yeah. what their intention was. And Jason is supernatural and undead. Yep, that's a, uh, that is official at this point. But I guess he already was, because he drowned yeah, who the b- before the first one. Now he's even more and undead. His, there was some stuff in the third one with, like, occult shit. That's right. So the, it's always been in the series, so I'm not mad about it. Yeah, but it yeah. is ridiculous. 
It's crazy. The journey we've gone. The journey Jason's the gone. The journey Jason's gone. Jason's Journey, a memoir by a slayer. <laughs> That'll be the next movie. They haven't made 13 fucking Friday the 13th films, which I think is that, hilarious. Yeah, that so should be the cap, though. Yeah, the, the final one should be Jason's Journey. <laughs> yeah. Friday the 13th. 13. <laughs> Jason's Journey. Jason's Journey. The final one. All Jason's right. Jason's dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like all the, just all, the qualifi- all the qualifiers just to end it all. Yeah. Two and a half stars. Fun, 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 schlocky I film. had fun with it. I give it a face. Let's, uh, let's, let's move on to, uh, Freddy's Dead. Freddy's the exact dead. opposite of Jason Lives. Jason Freddy's lives Dead, the final Freddy's nightmare. Dead. But also up, uh, known as A Nightmare on Elm 6. No one knows Elm it as that. <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street 6, no the final nightmare. No one knows it as that. Anyways, Freddy's dead. There's no story. That's it. Moving That's on it. to Moving Halloween. On. <laughs> so, in, uh, they, they saved the best for last, they sure. say in the, in the poster, but that... Is really an not old true. fucking lie. It is, yeah. But I, there is a lot that I enjoyed about this movie. It made me laugh about every fucking scene. It's true. It was very comical. It is. It's pretty hilarious. So, so, so funny that they even have some great fucking cameos, including John, Johnny Depp from the yeah, original movie. It's true. Uh, he gets to do the the frying pan egg thing. Yeah, yeah. It, there's just so many fucking bits that are just about pop culture at the yeah. time. And being a '90s kid, we knew it. You know. <laughs> so uh, if the next cameos I wanted to talk about were Roseanne Barr and Tom Arnold oh together oh as a married couple trying to object obje- uh, abduct the main character. Who is a John Doe? So weird. It is. It is very strange. I but love it. I but did like it. Yeah. I also included uh, Alice Cooper and Iggy Pop, but I don't remember them. Well, Iggy Pop sang the song. Oh, I see. Okay, Alice Cooper was in the movie. Iggy yeah. Pop sang the song. Okay, so I had, I had a lot of hopes for this one coming in. I don't think mm-hmm. I had seen this one before. Um, I definitely have it. But my big hope was that it was directed by Rachel Talele. I've uh, talked about her before. Yes, you have. I Famous recall. nowadays for Doctor Who, because uh, she was one of the bigger directors during like the Peter Capaldi era. And she's coming back for the, one of the 60th specials, which I'm very yes. excited for. Uh, I can't wait for Rachel Talele to return to Doctor Who. I love her work. So I was excited for this one because I saw that she was directing it. And I was like, ooh, maybe I'll enjoy it. Maybe it'll be just like very fun. And it was very fun. But it wasn't Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> and like no. it feels like they've lost all of it. Yeah, it really has very little to do with the previous story besides uh the concept. He he is somebody who haunts your nightmares. Um <clears throat> he there you can fight back if you've done some dream training, which they try to do in this. But none of the characters are are from the previous shows. Uh, Robert England, of course, plays Freddy Krueger again. Yay. Um, but you also get... There is some interesting backstory stuff that you so, get yeah, with, yeah. with Freddy's story. And I do appreciate that part of the movie. Because I do think it's a little bit interesting. Especially I just feel like it tries to make going, you sympathize with them. Oh, I, I don't. 
Like I think so. I mean, just the first scene because you see him getting abused by his father, uh, sure. and it's just like it, it's that classic. Just you know, it's like the abusers well, beget abusers. And right. Like I he, get it. I think but. it was at the the orphanage or 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 uh, private Some, school that he went yeah. to that he got beat by a, t- a teacher because he was, uh, if we recall from the previous movies. The bastard son of, right. of a thousand maniacs. Yeah, uh, yeah. on a note, on a nun. <laughs> yeah. That part's kind of interesting, and I think if they were gonna do what they did with this story, that 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 was necessary. Those back yeah. backstory moments. Um, but this this story stars Lisa Zane, another psychiatrist, which that happens a lot in this franchise. She plays Maggie Burroughs. She is helping another clinic of kids, um, which includes uh, Spencer Lewis, uh, played by Brecken Mayer. And I was, I I thought seeing him was pretty interesting. I, I don't remember him. You, you well, I've seen these. We've movies. seen. Uh, we watched Rat Race like yeah. all the fucking time. I, as, say, as I definitely remember watching Rat Race a lot. So like, it definitely. I do remember right his rules. Was he John in the Garfield? I think movie? he that's was hilarious. John. Yes, I gotta find out. That'd be so fucking funny. Oh, I think we he watched was. Paycheck. Oh a my lot. god, that's hilarious! He was John Arbuckle in the Garfield movie. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I it was fun to watch him as a kid doing this. Um, also in there is uh, Carlos Rodriguez, played by Ricky Dean Logan, and um, uh, Tracy Swan, played by uh, Leslie Dean. And they are all come from pretty tumultuous homes, yeah, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, Spencer. Nightmare. Yes, definitely. Spencer kind of gets some shit from the other kids because his he comes from a rich family. Right. And so they, they think that his problems aren't as bad. And really, they probably aren't. But his, his dad is really trying to force him to be uh, him. But he's like, I don't want to be a fraternity rapist right. boy. <laughs> I just want to be a Toys R Us kid. I just <laughs> <laughs> their lives all get shaken yeah. up though when John Doe enters yeah, the picture. Yeah, when John Doe enters the picture, uh, very secretly, uh, he, he uh, I, I mean, okay, he just kind of pops up. Yeah, he's on the run and, from, Fred, uh, yes. from Freddy at the very beginning. Like. Yes, and he uh, is trying to stay up. What is the the town called again? Because uh, Elm Street. Elm Street is the street. <laughs> I think it's Springwood. Yeah, Springwood. So Ohio. he has a clipping from uh, that's talking about all the kids dying in Springwood, and um, that's all he knows. Yeah. And uh, this movie's so fucking confusing. It is. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. No, not really. And you know, it's about dreams and a guy who fucks with your dreams. So that makes sense, but the, the part, <laughs> it, but it, except for that, the part that doesn't make sense to me is the part that's not in the dreams. Like right. the actual plot makes no fucking sense. Yeah, well, like John Doe, he comes to Springwood or whatever. And, yeah, you know, he 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 discovers in his dreams or something that Freddie had a kid. Right, and Freddie is trying to use that kid 
anything. To bring himself yes. to life in the real world. And he's fairly certain that he's that kid as well. John, yeah, John Doe does. But he yeah. has no memories. No memories. He's just like, I gotta be. I gotta be yeah. the kid of Freddy. And so that's kind of like the big plot is like, you know, the kid of Freddy and like yeah. Freddy's trying to get out, bust out of the dream world into the real world. And I don't know. Like, I don't. I, I, I'm not a big fan. Yeah. This one, this one, I forgot most of it already. Like, it was the first one I watched because it is the the only one that's free to stream because it's, yeah, it's available to stream. This is true. Um, but at the same time, it's. it's. Did you check Shutter? Does Shutter even exist anymore? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it does, but I don't think I have. You don't have it anymore? I don't think I paid it for it anymore. Yeah. It's all right, though. (laughs) But, I mean, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, like, I feel like we're just blasting through these, but it's fine. That's fine. Yeah, Yeah, we got a. We got a. we got a day ahead of us. We got a day, man. Yeah. It's it's fine, though. This movie, it's. Like, I didn't like it. I wasn't really intrigued by it. The kills are kind of boring. Robert England's like, even though he's still good as Freddy, Freddy is just kind of a joke. Yeah, Freddy is only one-liners and jokes. Yeah, and movie. and so it's kind of just sad because there's yeah. no there's no horror to him anymore, and it's, it's somebody who's definitely like, not a scary movie. Yeah, and it's weird because he's in your dreams. He's supposed to be scary. Yeah, like there's a reason Nightmare on Elm Street won four times out of the five in the past That's few right. uh, episodes. Definitely not one in this one. I think it lost this one. It actually. really did. Yeah. It's it, it, it's just sad, man, because, I mean, I only give it two stars, because, like, I, I did not like it. Um, I'm going to forget about it when I when I marathon Nightmare on Elm Street somewhere down the line. I'm going to be sad when it comes back around, because <laughs> by now it's just dried up. They just, they don't have anything anymore. There's no, there's no more, no more fun to be had in the kills, I guess. Yeah. I Well, I don't know about that, because some of these kills were fucking hilarious, I will say my favorite part of the movie and the part that I will always remember was uh, when he first he steals Carlo's um, uh, hearing aid and then he gives it back to him and it's turned up so loud that it's about to blow his head off. And then he pulls out these like what looks like two rulers next to each other and he stretches them out and he stretches it the other way and again until it becomes a standing chalkboard except for it's just floating there, which I thought was fun. And then he takes his claws and (laughs) scrapes. I thought that was so funny. It was good. It was (coughs) that's the thing, like it's funny, it's just not memorable for me. Right. Yeah. They they went 100% 100% for the horror for the uh, comedy rather yeah. and there was just not enough horror for it to be considered a yeah. horror movie I feel like it really just kind of felt like hey guys we've been contracted let's just let's get it done let's have fun about it yeah you know I get I still I don't know I guess I give it a face because I didn't hate it yeah. I, I, I laughed literally at every that's scene true, that's like, true I had some enjoyment with it I just wish it made sense and that you know if they were going to make a movie that was supposed to be the final Nightmare on Elm Street movie, why didn't they just leave it at the last one? Yeah. Where he was dead at the end. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Because <laughs> five was decent, you know. It was okay. It was I, I remember yeah. not liking it as well as yeah. some of the others, but... I, th- I, mean, I think it won. I think it did too, yeah. but that's because the, the fifth other one sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's it. that's it. We've had uh, Jason lives. We've had Freddy's dead. 
And what did Halloween offer for their sixth entry? The Curse of Michael Myers. And we'll talk about that after a soda pop break. Indeed. All right. I love you. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> well, I think we're back for The Curse of Michael Myers. The Curse, the curse. of Michael Myers. And uh, I'll read my first note here. Not the greatest of trash, but it's the trash that gave us Paul Rudd. So there you go. (laughs) Apparently it introduced Paul Rudd. It's a little confusing on his Wikipedia. There's another film that appears before him. But the opening credits do say introducing Paul Rudd. So I'm I'm left to believe uh, that this movie started at all. Clueless. Was that a TV show? Uh, Clueless was a movie. Yeah, so I don't it get it. It was the same year. Same year. So I'm assuming my thought process on it was that he filmed Halloween 6 first, Possibly. but because of post-production issues or something, it came out after Clueless. I'm sure there was a Who lot knows? more editing to do. Clueless was pretty straightforward. He plays... Is he? Does he also play... Is his name also Tommy? No, I think it was Josh. Jamie. Oh, in this movie, it's Tommy. Yes, Tommy Doyle. So many Tommies, man. Yeah, I know. It's the best horror movie child name. Is the other one named Tommy Doyle also? No. I think it was... It was... It was... uh, Tommy. Tom Tom. It was... It was Tommy Matthews. It was Tommy Thom. Tommy Thom. Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis. (laughs) Look at his face. (laughs) He's like, why are you taking a photo of me? (laughs) Tom Matthews. Look it up. It's funny. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha, I laughed at his face. <laughs> it, it, he just looks very shocked. He's just like, He does look like he was not expecting his picture to be taken. It's, it's just like somebody was like, hey, Thom. And he was yeah? Like, he was just like, it's Tom. <laughs> <laughs> just tap a photo of me. This, uh, it also stars a very aging, uh, and the movie's um, in memoriam to him, Donald Pleasance. Yes. Uh, he died before the film came out. Very yeah. sad. This is the last Halloween film with Donald. Um, but is, yes. I will say that it might sound rude, given that he died right after this film was filmed. Uh, the whole time I was like, please don't make him do an action scene. Because oh, the dude's yeah. old as fuck. And I was just He's like, you make him do anything. If, if Michael jumps out at him once, and he, he'll have a heart attack. Right. He looks so He does fragile. look very fragile, yes. Yeah. It was very sad. It made it a little hard to watch because he has a lot of moments. They're trying to do a lot of. uh, They're trying to do a lot of callbacks Mm -hmm. to the original film and everything. Uh, You even get Michael's origin story. That's very exciting. Oh yeah, Um, which I thought was weird. Um, Yeah, they alter. They alter. If if ever you've wondered how the boogeyman never dies. And has yeah. so much strength to go. This on. was this was weird. I thought yeah. so. Where the other movie, like being Friday the Thirteenth, always kind of had the occult in the background, but like also at the same time, I feel like the story of Friday the Thirteenth just matters less than yeah, exactly. The <laughs> it's, it's just a, it's just for yeah. slashers. And, and, but this like this movie brings in the occult into. Michael Myers. Yeah. And they already had this symbol. I do believe that in five, the symbol is there. I think so too. I think they're trying to like set something up. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's, it's a the runic same. symbol. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the movie said it what meant. It is probably inaccurate. Yeah. I have to ask Ron Vald the Skull because he, he does have it tattooed on him. So oh, really? Yeah, yeah the exact, I'm pretty sure it's the, that one. The same one? I'm pretty sure. Oh, my God. Is he a vessel? He might be a vessel for Holy Michael Holy shit. That's crazy. I mean, that's the weird part is there's a lot of babies getting this rune blood tattooed yes. onto them. Like people like dripping blood onto them and yeah. making them like Including Simba. Jamie Lloyd's baby. <gasps> oh my God, no. Yeah. I don't He's know out who to plays Jamie family. in this movie, if it's the same person or not. But she is uh, much older, you know, yeah. able to have a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a completely different actor, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to yeah. assume. And yeah, it's it's very weird. Um, cause again, this, as we said, there's cults and for some reason that cult wants Michael to kill his family uh, specifically. Yeah. Cause that's all he's, he's dead set on killing his family. And that includes now Jamie Lloyd and her baby. Yeah. Um, and so he goes out to kill Jamie Lloyd and her baby. I got uh, the impression that it was Michael's baby. Did you? Maybe. It, it kind Which of felt. Which is weird cause yeah. Jamie is his niece supposedly. Yeah. And the, and the baby, uh. Is this the one where the the kid hears voices? Right. It's um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That didn't feel like it was necessary at all. It didn't make sense either. No, I, I only asked that because I was trying to remember. I was like, did the baby hear voices? And I was like, no. There's another kid in this no, movie it's too. Another kid, and he looked familiar, but I don't remember. Let's see if what we got it was. Here. I thought he was from. I believe his name was Danny. So it's. It's Devin Danny Gardner. Oh, and he is no not link. No link. We can't click things. Yeah. Can't find out. <laughs> Wasn't famous after that, apparently. Not famous enough. Wow. But the movie also stars uh, Marianne Hagen yeah. as Kara Strode being Danny's mom. That's right. And and Paul Rudd is across the street from her. That's right. Peeping. Tommy Doyle just yeah, constantly Tommy, staring Tommy at her. Tommy Doyle from the first movie. That's right. Now portrayed. There's a lot of characters portrayed by different actors in these. I think in all three of these movies. Nope. Tommy Eng- Robert England, Tommy England, Tommy. <laughs> uh, Robert England, he still plays Freddy Krueger, and that's the only carryover yeah. character from that. Because Michael series. Myers is even played by a new guy in this one, I think. Really, uh, George P. Wilbur. Oh man, maybe he's played him in other ones. Who knows? He's a pro- professional stuntman. Let's find out which uh, Let's Halloween see. Four. Okay, so he's he's been at Halloween Four. He was not. Okay, he was Halloween 5. Oh, okay. He was just the stunt player. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He's been in it before. I mean, it's, we've had Nick Castle, we've had this guy, we've had another guy. Like, there's been a lot of Michael Myers. I mean, he's just a dude in a mask. It's all you need him to be. Right, exactly. He's creepy. Hey, there's the rune that I was talking about. I wonder if oh, I hey, have a name for it. Look at that. The runic symbol of Thorn, which is a major theme in the film. Okay, well, Thorn... Uh, also called Thurs. Thurs. It's the. It's the. It's the, the. I think Thor's symbol. Probably, yeah. And that is probably why Ronvald has it as a tattoo. That makes sense. I wonder if he knows about yeah, I feel this like... connection. He's not a big. He does not like horror movies, so well, I would yeah. be very surprised if he did know. And honestly, this one really misuses it because it makes. Oh yeah. It, it does not matter what's fucking ever. Also, like the the cult practice like the like the way they set it up kind of feels like the the druidic occultic uh, kind of feel yeah so uh 
just a whole mix of like they're mixing yeah, yeah everything to just make whatever they fucking want yeah it, it, it was weird and, and it's hilarious that paul rudd <laughs> if this was his introduction uh it's really funny because he's not good <laughs> uh, yeah i feel like though it is the most variation i've ever seen in a paul rudd yeah character uh he's and i guess he supposed was to be clueless basically yeah which is hilarious because he's clueless <laughs> but like he, yeah. he he plays it like i think he's trying to play the past trauma yeah but it's it's very dull yeah, like he's he also the narrator at the beginning yeah and he just stays at that narrator tone yeah. i think that's what it is yeah. he comes across as empty mm-hmm. and it's like yeah it's like he's supposed to be traumatized but it really just comes across as just like i'm hollow inside yeah. And like that is, you know, sometimes that is where trauma leads people. Right. But it's just, I don't know, it feels very off. And then, and then there's moments where he's peeping and it's it's kind of funny. And then there's other moments where he's the action star. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, weird character. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure that in the new movies, they get the actor who played Tommy Doyle as a kid to play Tommy Doyle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I that makes sense. That. Like, I, don't, I don't know. I think we reviewed that movie, actually. We probably did. Yeah. It's getting... It's all muddled. It's, it's all muddled. <laughs> just like just like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, this one kind of just seems like they've hit hit, yeah, hit land. They, they got they no more. They don't know what else to they, do, so they're just like, well, well let's, let's, give, <laughs> let's, give Hall, let's give Michael Myers a, a, a supernatural occultist reason for yeah. being the boogeyman. Yeah. And it's like, we didn't need that. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about in the last movie? Dream people. The fucking dream people. There's fucking like little spermy guys that oh, are yeah. floating around. Yeah. That so was weird. Stupid. That was weird. Yeah, this movie, it just added. It doesn't get this dumb. This movie doesn't. It doesn't get that dumb, but it is the same kind of ad. Like, it's like trying to add on to the lore. Yeah. But it's just not really what the lore has been just, so far. Well, not, the dream not people honestly made more sense. Yeah. They were just stupid. <laughs> it's like it's not what it, it's not what it's been before, and it's not needed. Yeah, especially definitely. not needed here. Like, definitely, we don't need to know what Mike, why Michael Myers is a crazy wombat piece of fuck going crazy. Oh, crazy! I don't wombat know why I chose wombat, but yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's 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 fine. I give it two stars. It's it's. You know, there are some good kills I kind of remember. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's boobs. I don't remember them, but like they're there, I'm sure. Uh, yes. I recall uh, particularly thinking that this was a well shot. <laughs> Minute 45. <laughs> <laughs> it was towards the end of the movie. Um, the brother character. Ooh, we get brother being, boobs. Um, what's that? I said, ooh, we get brother boobs. No, he's having sex with his girlfriend. Oh. But it's, it's, uh, it's Kara's brother. They all live in the same house with it's their abusive Danny Strode. Dad. No, it's not Danny. That's the kid. So Deborah's John Strode. That's the dad. Maybe it. Maybe that is where the Tim. Tim I believe Strode. it's Tim. I don't know. Keith Bogart. I don't know if if it's T- Tim He's or Bogart John. All the boobs. One of them is an asshole, and one of them's just a kid. And he's having sex with his girlfriend because the house is empty, not knowing that his parents have been murdered in the other rooms. Yep, yep. And uh, <clears throat> oh, that's the candles. Shower, right? I do think he goes take a shower. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> but uh, in the sex scene, the candlelight, like it's like the best shot in the movie. Yeah, where the they candlelight is. I remember. 
Are they fake? They were not moving. Well, whatever. Anyways, the candlelight perfectly lined up with the nipples. Yeah, yeah, by the While they were having sex. And then, as soon as he gets off, the camera pans around, and then then her her boobs are there. See, that's why I don't remember Um, it, though, because I was fixated on the fact that the candles weren't moving. (laughs) That's why. Because the cameras are out of focus, and I'm just like, this is a good shot. But then I'm just like, those flames aren't doing anything. Right. But anyhow, I did constantly. bring it up to Sarah. I was like, this is a rated R movie. Why are they blocking the blocking her nipples <laughs> with the candles? I don't understand. You want and she said, do you feel cheated? And, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not necessarily that. I just don't understand the reservation. And then they sh- then they show her nipples anyways. And they're like, there we go. <laughs> and she even said, I think Sarah even said, can you knock it off unless there's nipples? <laughs> It's a nice little surprise. That's not what I was looking for. But anyways, I did remember that they used to have to do a bunch of film tricks yeah. and stuff because there were certain rules around sex scenes. That makes sense. So that might have been what 50, was going on. 50,000 movies and only like five penises. But like, yeah, we're right. not complaining about one movie. Yeah. Cheating us on the nip slip in the middle of a sex scene. That's not the way I felt. Okay. But anyways, I think that's... The show, I, yeah. I give it a face. If I give the other nightmare movie a face, I gotta give this one a face. Yeah, totally fair. I give it as I, I think I said two stars. I think you did. As a, and as I opened the whole thing with, it's trash, but it's the trash they gave us Paul Rudd. So I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but does it win? Does it? Does it no. best? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> this one I think is very clearly uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and it's I never fun. thought it would be ever very clearly. I know, right? Fr- Friday the Thirteenth franchise that wins, uh, but yeah. But it, you chose. Sure you were the one that chose it that one time. So like, the, well, yes, I did. But you're in there. I, you're in I their... didn't feel like it was such a cut and dry yeah. thing. I think yeah. for for Nightmare was pretty decent. But you're too. still rooting for him. You haven't given it to Halloween yet, and that's fine. That's totally fine. I, I haven't... Ha- okay, it's not that I have disliked those movies more. It's just yeah. whenever there's a good one, it's up against another good one. It's up against another fucking nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> right. Street, fabulous film. Yeah. <laughs> Dream Warriors versus Hot Season of the Witch. Yeah, uh, how, how do you that was c- a fun compete? One. But yeah, uh, Season of the Witch, though, was a good movie. Yeah. I, I just... And I think I had to bring my rating down some because it is so... God damn it, this happy, happy it's, it's so <laughs> It's so removed from the rest of the series that I had yeah, to bring it yeah. down. I understand. I get it. I do. I do. But uh, I think that's been the show. We're very excited to go forward with the... I love... Um, these horror films like this is this is my favorite time of year yeah and it's these crappy little horror films that make me excited because i just i like them they're so i don't know there's something <laughs> so fun about these shitty little films and uh the, there's we're gonna have a bit of a weird um disjointed moment because friday uh, uh nightmare on Elm street they fell off the wagon yeah they, they couldn't keep up with friday the 13th and halloween they only had like eight-ish films or something. Right. So there's going to be a moment where it just becomes Halloween versus Friday the 13th. And that's, that's okay. It's going to be fun. That's still the playlist. Yeah. And we'll also be going beyond uh, October because we're finishing it this year, damn it. Finishing this playlist. So we're yeah. going to do one episode in November. So we hope you're okay with that. A little Halloween bleeding over. Right. I feel like a lot of people do that anyway. Like they mix... Yeah. The Day of the Dead stuff with Halloween. Yeah, I'm definitely like. waiting to watch that. Uh, 
Um, All Saints Day. Well, what was, what was that animated show that we watched last year that you introduced me to? It wasn't Book of the Dead, was it? No, it's the little kids in the, in the forest. It's really good. It's, I don't remember. Are we watching it this, it this no, month? No, no, no. You do know it. I, I was just like I was. I was gonna save it until November to watch that show. Oh, oh, but, it's a show. Then Lash over the garden wall. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I do love over the garden. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna let that bleed over. That's because that's a good bleed. I think yeah. that's one of those those good ones. Good transition show. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's been a nice little little quick threesome. Uh, hope you join us again next Monday for the next, the seventh installments of all That's three of right. these franchises. And later this week, we'll have the potato pickout for you guys. Ooh, yeah. So, it's going to be spicy. That out. That's the show. I'm the green traveler from Gorge. And I am the faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.